Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover Him and find purpose today. It's good to be with you on Anchored with Mike Robinson today. Really excited about the events that I see happening in uh, in America and around the world. Um, you know, we started off this year, my daughter Anna and I, um, on some episodes uh, in the end of December and through through January um, on pursuing revival. We're talking about our hunger for revival, our desire to see revival, to see outpouring, to see awakening. And um, I believe that uh, we're in the midst of it um, in this generation. You know, if you know us at all, or if you don't know, I'll just make you aware we do something called Firebrand. Um, every year it was called Fire in the Mountains at first, but this is our 16th year where the second week in July we gather um, people that are hungry for more of God. Um, it's been called a revival movement. Um, it's something we pray about hosting every year, and we continue to do that, and it's here in the United States and in, in uh, Maryland. Uh, McHenry, Maryland. We're going to be at uh, um, Brodak's uh, uh, Banquet Hall this year in, uh, up in McHenry, Maryland. And we, we look together people who are, are hungry to see outpouring and revival. And I believe this year, again, I'm anticipating more than ever before. Last year, if you were with us at Firebrand, um, and again, you can go on firebrandconference.com. Um, or you can go to anchorchurch.live and you can find out information about Firebrand this year. Again, it's July 7th and 8th. Um, but we last year, um, something very unique happened that hadn't happened in, in the previous uh, 15 years of Firebrand is um, at one point, we, uh, we one of the young people um, shared um, that uh, they needed to repent uh, just during worship. There was no preaching taking place just just during the worship service, and um, one of the one of the worship leaders um, sensed that uh, a young person had something to pray out, and that with with uh, you know several hundred people there, um, that began something. When the young person began to repent and pray, um, it it all of a sudden the the worship team began to lay down their mics and their instruments and began to pray from the platform. Then, then the young people gathered in the place, began to pray. And it, it to- God totally turned our schedule upside down. And during that time, um, they prayed, um, uh, someone timed over 20 minutes, um, just intercession and prayer took place by the young and old alike, but it was led by young people. And during that time, the Lord uh, gave us a prophetic word that I spoke that God was was overturning um, aborted revival in this generation, and you know we you hear something like that, and I could hear myself speaking that word and sensing that's what the Lord was saying, but not knowing how when you know that would take place, but just an anticipation, and that's the so that's clear back in last July, and then. So then we get word um, here uh, a few weeks ago, uh, you know, that um, 
after Anna and I did the programs on on revival and and it's interesting my daughter she's not with me today on the program but she started studying the life of of uh, Francis Asbury um, the great uh, Methodist preacher in the United States who planned many many churches rode by horseback was a circuit rider for the Methodist Church and she was studying him and then all of a sudden we hear uh, we hear a word of down in Wilmore Kentucky in the United States that there's um, a movement has broken out at at uh, Asbury um, University and Asbury University and Asbury uh, Theological Seminary are side by side, just separated by the road. And um, so it, it, to, to the outsider, it looks like one one big campus, but it's really two. And so what, what really uh, stirred our interest at first was that um, there was just the, the students had chapel service um, like any other day. They had been praying for revival. I must note that. And revival uh, has been at Asbury before. There's there's several other instances. One notable was 1970 because we got to meet some people from the 1970 um, revival that that took place or outpouring that took place at Asbury. However you want to label it, um, but so we we heard that just uh, uh, they had chapel. There was some people singing. Um, there was a class to be after the chapel and some students three or four students just um, uh, felt like they weren't done yet and asked the professor if it was okay if they went back to the chapel um, where they were still, you know, in there, still a few uh, young people just worshiping and, and playing music. And uh, and they went back and then uh, they they began to pray. And, and so we heard that um, from some of the staff that, that, you know, repentance started to take place. There were there were people just um, crying out to God, just focused on worship, and and so we. This turned into just a few students to two hundred students to to hundreds of students to people around the local area there in Kentucky and that state began to come, and um, they started to uh, you know to feel this uh, just a drawing of the Lord. I call it. You know, God God began to pour out, but, you know, back in the Hebrides revival, I remember talking about a strange consciousness of God. That's, that's what I experienced at Asbury. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that's what began to take place, a strange consciousness of God, and and uh, people began to sense it, and, and then uh, repentance took place. Uh, you know, people began to humble themselves and pray. Um, you know, call out to God for the healing of our land. And um, so we heard about this a few days after it started, and uh, the Lord started dealing with me and uh, my family, my wife and my, my youngest daughter, um, about going. And um, so I I just was looking for uh, how I could fit in my schedule, really, really couldn't, but knew we needed to make time, just carve out time to go. And take my daughter out of school, and and she's seventeen, and and just go. And so um, we did. We 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 took off. Not not because we're just you know want to want to be groupies of revival or uh, junkies of revival, however you want to say it, but because we wanted to present ourselves to God and say, listen, we've been in ministry for over three decades, but we're still hungry for revival. We're hungry 
to see you move. And so we just wanted to go and present ourselves before God at that place. And I also wanted my daughter to, who had been praying and studying Francis Asbury and been praying for her high school and praying for her, the young people in her youth group and had began to get a breakthrough herself months ago. I believe it was God dealing with her. We wanted to go see, um, what was going on there and be a part of it. And so we, we got there and honestly, I just want to tell you, I don't want to be uh, sound strange, but there was a strange consciousness of God. As soon as, um, we got in the parking lot and got out of the car, I could sense that God was doing something. You could hear them singing faintly in the distance. And, uh, we got, we got into, um, line and there was probably around 3000 people in two lines waiting didn't look like we would get in very quick but long story short we were we got in in like 15 or 20 minutes which was amazing in itself and um then we spent the next uh you know four to five hours in there in there with uh worshiping god and there was just a immediately there was a sense of peace in that place Immediately, there was a sense of holiness, an awe of God. There was a hunger. At the same time, there was a humility from everyone. In line, we could see every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every denomination. Um, Once we were in there, there was such a unifying hunger and love that that's the only way I could describe it. It wasn't like the Brownsville revival that was, you know, with Steve Hill preaching and uh, John Kilpatrick and um, Dr. Michael Brown and these others, it was an awesome move of God from 95 to 2000. Um, we had been in Toronto to the outpouring there. Um, that, that was very notable. This was, this was different. It was, it was so, um, to me, it was just so grassroots. It was so authentic. It was so, um, down to earth. I just can't, I can't describe. There was no hype. There was just a, a piano, a, a guitar, and um, um, a little uh, box that the percussion box that they kept uh, beat with, and, and a choir singing. And and uh, but the presence of God was so strong. Um, I was drawn to the altar uh, almost immediately, and um, just wanted to present myself before the Lord. I, as soon as I got there, I didn't know, you know, the protocol, anything. I just knew what the altar was for, and. I needed to be there, and uh, within a few minutes, a, a lady wanted to pray with me. <clears throat> excuse me, and and so I, I just she said, "Do you want to pray or be left alone?" I thought it was so awesome that she gave me the opportunity, and I said, "No, I'm fine right now." Then another man later came to pray for me, and I felt like I needed prayer, and and he was someone that had been in the uh, 1970 uh, move of God. And uh, he prayed for me, and he uh, began to pray um, that we were the fathers of revival and that we must take the seeds of revival back, that we should insert the leaven into this generation. And um, he said, you know, we need to be fathers of what's going on. And and I believe that that those of you out there that are my age, we are that. We are to be the fathers of revival. We are to be the ones to let gent- gently help help steer this not that we don't want to take anything away from god for sure we don't there's things this is so holy i don't believe we want to touch it and i don't think anybody's going to stop it i think god is true to that word that he's overturning aborted revival in this generation and i believe he's showing us that in the midst of of darkness in the midst of 
of evil in the midst of everything that's going on in the world. He he just totally is has shocked us by pouring out of his spirit in this way. I believe, and I'm going to run out of time, so I'm going to have to do another program, but but I believe God is moving on a generation, not just a nationality or a denomination. He's moving on a whole generation, which is, you know, there's f- about four generations alive in the earth today. He's moving on this generation. He's saving. He's restoring. He's healing. He's reviving a generation. You know, um, this this worship, this this flow of, of God that started <clears throat> with these young people is is continuing and now we see it spread on well as as i record this today as of right now we see it in well over uh in the 20s in campuses college campuses we see it in high school campuses we're seeing it spread to different nations um i've seen outpourings in different nations now in secular universities stadiums i heard dutch sheets prophesy about this and and, uh, you know, and, and what he saw uh, during 9-11 even um, in America that, about this, this, this movement coming that, that young people were, there was going to be a great shaking and moving among our young people. And uh, it's so numerous that it couldn't be stopped. And so I believe, friends, if, if this excites you, you're not going to want to miss the next program because I'm just getting started. But I pray today that we all just get alone and we just show God we all just present ourselves before God and say we're hungry start revival in me but start revival in my my area my town my city my neighborhood uh, my household my family wherever that might be that this is the time for us to dig in I think it's a it's an opportunity um, of a lifetime you know that Leonard Ravenhill used to said you got to seize the opportunity of a lifetime during the lifetime of the opportunity. And I believe that time for revival is right now. So, you know, I just pray that you'll just, just share in that hunger with me today. And I'll, I'll just continue this on our next program. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.